0: Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough. And on today's podcast, Cooking with Bruce and
1: Mark, we are making a treat. We are making kibbe. Now, kibbe, Mark said it's kibbe. a treat. It's not dessert. It's made with meat. That's not kitty. No, we're not making kitty. No. <laughs> ground kitty. We're making kibbe. kibbe. K-I-B-B-E-H. Kibbe.
0: It's a Middle Eastern dish, right?
1: Yeah, it's made usually traditionally with ground lamb and with bulgur wheat and onions and spices. And it's Probably a- not
0: made with ground pork.
1: Yeah, probably not in the desert. Yeah,
0: no, probably not in your Syrian and Israeli countries made with too much ground pork, but ground lamb for sure.
1: Yeah, and I think we've actually once even made this with ground turkey for like one of those health magazines. It it works with that too. Right. So basically what this is, is you take the ground meat and you put it in a food processor, you blend it up with some bulgur and you either bake it or fry it. Now, when we get this in a Lebanese restaurant near us, um, they fry it. And you get these little balls of crispy fried meat filled with more ground meat.
0: Yeah. In the in the the, uh, the British troops during the occupation of Palestine in Syria from mid-20th century referred to this stuff as Syrian torpedoes. And that has to do with what it does to your gut once <laughs> oh, it's fried. Nice. So, but <laughs> our
1: version is a little healthier and a little easier to do. We're going to bake it. So we'll take you through step by step what we're doing. And so what we have here are two pounds of ground lamb. And this is lean ground lamb because this is going to bake in a nine by 13 dish and you don't want all that fat bubbling up and getting too gross. No, you don't. And we've got also
0: some uh, one and a half cups of finely ground bulgur that have been fluffed up. And what what happened here before it's fluffed up is this bulgur. Um, and by the way, if you can't find finely ground bulgur, you can grind it in a food processor until it is finely ground, right? About the uh, consistent, very fine sand. Yeah, right? well,
1: like cornmeal, as opposed to your regular bulgur, which is almost like fish tank gravel.
0: Right. So uh, we brought up one and a half cups of water to a boil. We poured one and a half cups of finely ground bulgur. That's not one and a half cups of bulgur finely ground, but one and a half <laughs> cups of finely ground bulgur. Big difference. Big difference. Into that boiling water, and we set it aside until all that water was absorbed and it had cooled back to room temperature. That was about two hours
1: ago. Yeah, and that was important that Mark let it cool because we're going to be mixing this into the meat. So you don't want to put a hot bulgur into the cold meat. That's kind of disgusting. And So one pound of ground lamb and all that bulgur goes in this food processor plus what else? Plus one chopped onion and one teaspoon of ground allspice, one teaspoon of ground coriander, one teaspoon of ground cumin, and one teaspoon of dried sage. It's a lot of spices, right? Yeah, but it's so aromatic. It's so full of Middle Eastern deliciousness.
0: Middle Eastern. I don't think right
1: now there's much Middle Eastern deliciousness (laughs) in the world, but go ahead. And Mark just said it's a pound, right? We only used half the ground lamb. The other half is going to be used for something else. Right. So I'm turning the food processor on until this becomes almost a dough like it, it's malleable it's uniform malleable yeah i want to be able to shape it i want to sure. be able to really press it into a nice thin dough okay okay and it it's there it's that looks pretty good so i right. turn it off so all we
0: also have a second thing done here and that's we've got a skillet that started out with a couple tablespoons of olive oil and then it had another onion chopped up in it, and to that, uh, once that kind of softened a bit, that onion over medium heat and that olive oil, we added the other pound of ground lamb as well as a tablespoon of ground sumac. Oh, okay. Salt and pepper.
1: Now, sumac. Now, a lot of people know the sumac that grows out in their yards or in the woods. If you're
0: in northern climes, like us.
1: It's not that kind of sumac. That kind of sumac will kill you.
0: Well, yeah, there's <laughs> there's a little bit of debate on this, but most of the roadside sumac you don't use for
1: this. You it's a it's actually a
0: sweet sour spice.
1: Yeah. It's it's a little, it looks like paprika, but it has a sourness to it that's really amazing and a brightness. And so Mark mixed all that together, and that is cooled as well because we're gonna build this, and again, we don't want the cold meat dough we've made no. to go with a hot filling. With a quarter
0: cup of pine nuts that went in there too. And so now that's all been set aside to cool. So we're ready for Bruce to build this So now. the
1: way I'm going to build it is I've got, I'm oiling up a 9 by 13 dish. I'm not measuring the oil, just nice, heavily olive oiled. And I'm taking half of that meat dough we made, and I'm pressing it down into a flat, even layer only on the bottom of the pan. I'm not coming up the sides. I'm not making a crust, but I'm putting half of it down.
0: Right, and then...
1: And now Mark is going to put all that ground meat mixture he made on top of that and spread it out evenly. And now here's the trick to kibby. We have to make a top crust with the rest of the meat. So I'm going to take bits of it, little balls of it in my hand, and I'm going to flatten them out so they're about as thin as the bottom crust was. And I'm going to lay them on top. And I'm going to keep doing that pushing them together until I have a top crust that completely covers Uh, the I
0: want to say something here. This um, is a lot of working with hands. And, you know, if you're going to work with hands in the kitchen, of course, you have to clean your hands. Okay, even with cleaned and dried hands, a lot of people are grossed out by working with uh, ground meat, you know, uh, putting their hands in it. There are ways around this. You can buy, you know, uh, those surgical gloves at the drugstore. I'm sorry to laugh. (laughs) I know. Or here's my best solution to it. Get over it. So <laughs> there you, um, you can just get over this. It's a little gross, but listen, if you're grossed out by this, you probably don't want to make kibby anyway. Exactly. Kibby is a ground. What is it? It's like a ground meat bread pudding
1: or ground mm. <laughs>
0: ground
1: meat. And it is a treat.
0: <laughs> it's a ground meat pudding dish structure
1: brownie meat. Yo, brownie! I like meat. <laughs> I don't know meat brownie. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it for now. My meat brownie for dinner. Okay, so now I've covered the whole top. Now before I bake it, I have to actually cut it into um, triangles. And so, or rectangles. Do you have to do this, or is this just aesthetically it's traditional? It's okay, just like a baklava. But if you didn't want to do this, you could just leave it now. If you didn't want to, you could just leave it now. But traditionally, just like when you see a baklava, it's pre-cut. The same thing happens here. I'm just taking a knife and I'm cutting through, making diagonal lines and creating triangles.
0: Are you cutting it to the bottom? I
1: am cutting it to the bottom. And what will happen as it bakes, the bottom layer will actually kind of come back together with the top layer. It won't. And it'll be beautiful. And it'll be easy to cut into servings later. Okay, so really
0: that's it. If you just think about it, it's this bulgur lamb mixture with lots of spices mm. that have been ground up into a dough, meat dough.
1: Mm. That's part
0: of your meat brownie,
1: meat brownie batter,
0: right? <laughs> and it's your meat dough, <laughs> and then you have this filling in the middle that is more ground lamb with sumac and pine nuts and <gasps> onion. So it's like a three-layered thing mm. in your meat brownie kibby Syrian
1: dish. So we're gonna bake this at 350 for about. 30 to 35 minutes until it is lightly browned. How am I going to know it's done? Bubbling. It'll be lightly browned. It'll be bubbling around the edges. You don't take its temperature. I don't take its temperature. If you want to stick a meat thermometer in, you want to make sure that it
0: Without touching bottom.
1: Without touching the bottom of the pan. You want to make sure that it is 165 degrees, which is the safe temperature for all ground meat products. Okay. So we will be back when this cools. We're going to taste it, and we're going to tell you about this incredible little tahini sauce we like to make with it and how we do that. The house smells amazing, and I have been dying to taste it. It smells like meat brownies. It. it tastes like meat brownies. It tastes like kibbe. And okay, so before we eat this, and we have it uh, cut up on plates, Mark's eating it already. So I'm going to tell you what's going on. We I'm we make a sauce. I'm a, I'm All right, well I'll try it without the sauce I, first. You know
0: what,
1: sauce. Mm. Mm. Sauce is sauce is irrelevant. No, no. To this sauce. sauce is good with this. It is so tahini sauce is the oh same God. kind of sauce you get on falafel. And basically what I do Uh. is I take half a cup of tahini and half a cup of yogurt, and I take a quarter cup of lemon juice. Plain yogurt. Yeah, plain, not strawberry yogurt. Plain
0: yogurt. Half a cup of tahini. Now, wait, let's just pause. Tahini is a ground sesame paste. You can find it in almost all supermarkets, sometimes in the health food section. And sometimes
1: where peanut butter is.
0: And sometimes where peanut butter is. And once opened, you have to store it in the fridge. You do.
1: And you'll have to stir it up real well because the sesame oil will separate out like Just a natural like, peanut butter.
0: Right, and so it's a ground sesame paste with this half a cup of plain yogurt and the
1: quarter cup of lemon juice. A little pinch of salt and pepper, and then you're going to whisk, drizzling in a little water, and you're gonna you're going to whisk it until you get the texture of like a pancake batter. Oh, meat brownies with pancake batter, and it is amazing. It's savory <laughs> and it's uh, well, mm, I I'm could eat sure this every it is. day.
0: I could just eat this every day. So, um, that seems to be the whole schmear here. The whole Syrian, Israeli, Middle Eastern. They should all sit down Fandango. together
1: and eat some kibbeh, and oh, there will be peace in the you world. You
0: know what? You're probably as smart about Middle East peace as Jared Kushner.
1: I mean, really honestly, <laughs> you're right. They should just eat kibbeh. And that will solve it. all the world's problems. <laughs> to hear us cook through more incredible recipes every week, Subscribe to Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And if you can, why don't you rate this podcast in whatever
0: platform, on whatever platform, through, via, by, with, against, whatever platform you find yourself on. And check back every week for another episode of Cooking with Bruce and Mark.